it felt like things were rushing past you. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like wind. No, I was just going to say that it wasn't like someone ran by me. No, it was like, God, it was an energy vortex. That's what it fucking was. It was a vortex of an autobahn. Between the present and the past, memories held in the walls and earth, energies and entities that cross the barrier into our dreams and our consciousness. That which has been left behind between the living and the dead. I'm Emily. And I'm Joy. And this is Is The the Residuals. Residuals. I put makeup on on Thursday because I'm not used to wearing makeup anymore. I just didn't take it off. And I keep being like, why do I look like I've, I've been on a bender? It's mascara. And I, like- um, I put on mascara today because I had remote consultations and I wanted to look not dead. Well, you don't look dead to me. Great. You're welcome. My hair is so fucking weird. It's it's not that. My hair is fine. It's just I'm not used to it. So it's so thick. <laughs> I'm so jealous. This is all short. This yes. is all this long. I know. So this is also the first time in I don't know how many years that I haven't had part of my head shaved. Um because there's so much of it, I usually have some of it shaved. And uh, I don't know, just, I think I'm just trying to grow my hair really long for no particular reason. It's pandemic hair. It's okay. Other than to annoy myself, I guess, because it just annoys me. I don't know if you understand how jealous I am that your hair on one side where it is, there's only a fraction of hair there. Oh no, that's both sides. Both sides are are missing. Both right. sides are, they're growing in. They're and only yet like, your hair is thicker than mine on this side. It's insane. Sides, it's and listen, you have a fraction of the hair. The grass is always greener, friend. When I was young, my mom got so tired of dealing with my hair because she had to brush out like knots because there's so much fucking hair that like one day, I don't know, we just went to my aunt's house and then all of a sudden I was sitting in a chair and somebody was cutting it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's traumatic. That sounds like some childhood trauma right there. yeah so she's like I just couldn't deal with it anymore joy I'm sorry I just like it's too there's just too much I don't my hair's not like that I just she was just she couldn't it was like the thing that broke my mom was my hair oh, man. <laughs> I used to have gorgeous thick hair too like I see pictures of it as a child and it's long and I've got these very thick bangs cushions. yeah and it's, you know, I see it in it's in my brain, you know, whatever. I think it was the the end began when I started getting perms at age 12. That's when it started. That shouldn't permanently, out. pardon the irony of the words, but that shouldn't permanently change the way your hair grows out of your head. I know. It naturally thins as we get older. My hair used to be thicker than this when I was a kid. Yeah. It was, I mean, I get it. It was a lot. Um but yeah, I don't know. Never. I don't think that bleaching it to within an inch of its life for the past 11 years has helped all that much either. 
Especially See, you're always like so home, bummed on your hair. My your home bleach nice. journey. Oh, thanks, babes. I like your hair. Thank it you. always looks nice. You're always like, oh no, I have roots. And I'm like, so what? It's okay. fine. I'm thinking um, of not bleaching it next time I have roots. I'm thinking of just toning it so I can just have a general, a gradual something. I did mm. that when I was pregnant. It came out looking all right. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever, I like man. it. Thanks. I think it always looks good. I think you're too hard on yourself about your hair. Thank you. I'm you're enjoying. welcome. Anyway, I'm Joy. Oh, hey guys. I'm yawning. Oh, I'm Emily. That's, yes, your name is Emily. Which, <laughs> and this is the the residuals. residuals. Your one-stop shop favorite. Sally beauty review <laughs> at home, cutting your hair and bleaching it to within an inch of its life. Exactly. Podcast. No, that's not With it. the side of true story, paranormal, true stories. Ghosts of hairstyles past. Oh, listen. Yes. <laughs> so many, so, so many, many hairstyles. I've had like so four many. this month and it's only the eighth. So many. I will say I have a, a girlfriend of mine who used to be, uh, we met because she was my stylist when I lived in Nashville and she is lovely, lovely. Um, and she now works for Bredkin and she is the only reason that my hair has not fallen out of my head. Um, since I embarked on my home bleaching journey in the yeah. pandemic with her recommendations and the products that like I'm a Redkin obsessed diehard fan now. Thank goodness. Sponsor us. Give us things. But also thank you for saving my hair. Yeah, give us things. I like things. Uh, my best friend, Mary Ellen, uh, has sent me some really, really great products too. Um, she also works at a hair product place i'm not going <laughs> to divulge too much she's probably laughing her ass off listening but like um no she has hooked me up with some stuff years ago that i'm just now getting to because there's so much of it and yeah. i may or may not be in the shower very often to use it because uh, i'm like one of those people that doesn't take showers a lot and definitely washes my hair. I wash my hair way less than I take showers and I don't take a lot of showers. It's okay. You know, so, it's like, I, I like to take baths and wallow in my own filth because that's because you're English. I mean, I guess so. Right. I mean, yes. Keep calm and bathe in dirty bath water. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. Marinade, <laughs> marinade in your juices. Is that it? Marinade, marinate, marinade, marinate. A marinade is what you make. You oh. marinate in something. I there believe. You go. I See? think that's it. How are you feeling other than, you know, that you're possibly getting carbon monoxide poisoning from a possible gas well, leak not that no carbon, one else can smell? It's not carbon monoxide. Oh, you're right. It's because not. Because we have the carbon monoxide meter that's different. It's just gas. It would just be gas slowly lulling us into a nap that we wouldn't wake up from. I mean, I don't want that to happen. Um, although a nice extended nap sounds heavenly right now, but I would, you know, you'd want to wake up from it. 
Yeah, this one time I was at a friend's apartment while Chicken was at the vet. And I like stayed at his apartment like while he was at work because it was closer than going all the way back to my house. Yeah. Um, And I remember like it was like 1030 in the morning and I was laying on his couch like watching, I don't know, like game shows or talk shows or whatever fucking morning shit I was watching. And I was like, gosh, I'm so sleepy. I'm so sleepy right now. That's so weird. I got enough sleep and I have a coffee right there that I drank most of. I'm just so, so comfortable and sleepy. And I started falling asleep on the couch, like just out. I was like, whatever. I mean, yeah, I have time until the cat's ready to be picked up. And then a fucking alarm started going off because <gasps> one of his burners was on. And I was just slowly being poisoned. You're like, yeah, I'm just going to unplug it. I'm so tired. It's going to like, What is snooze. this noise? I like remember waking up going, did he like forget an alarm clock on? What is happening? And I was like, oh, wait. I'm dying. I, that's an alarm. Like, that's like, uh-oh. BLB. <laughs> so I had to like open oh, all the God. windows and like shut his stove off, find the alarm and make it stop making noise. And I called him at work and I was like, yo, like I almost died, but I guess it's good that I was here this morning. Right. If he'd walked <laughs> in that night. Oh, it would have been a mess. Um, you know, especially yeah. with the smoker. And it was like a huge apartment building. Oh boy. Yeah. That's not good. No, that's not good. Um, so I know what that feels like. I don't yeah. feel like that. I feel like I just have a sinus headache. Like I've had since I was six. Um, that's all. Is it anything like the sinus headache you felt when we were at the Hotel Del Coronado? <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> that was that was a sinus headache of a different color. Um, man, where do we even start with that trip? Uh, well, okay, I lost full length episode because mm-hmm. now we have. A little teeny one that we do in between our big one. That sounds so strange. It I don't sound like I'm know how to use my big grown up girl words, but (laughs) there we go. Anyway, um, we We have a pint size paranormal podcast. Yes, that comes to you in between the long. Uh, versions of our show long like we are doing right now which means last week was a short one which means next week will be a short one yes yes and then two weeks from now will be a long one and then three weeks after that will be a short one and then four weeks will be a long one and then so yeah yeah I think they get it I think they get it I don't know Uh, you never know if they're not sure they can call and I'll let them know okay just kidding I don't pick up my phone unless things are on fire so uh, our last big one, we released it on the day that we were going to the Hotel Del Coronado. December um, 29th. Yep. My magical unicorn Canadian husband gifted me uh, for Christmas a night away at the Hotel Del Coronado with joy um, for the Wednesday following Christmas. So I was incomplete. Like it didn't seem real even when... Nope. We were in the, like, we're in the room. We're like, wait, are we here right now? Um, And the room that he got for us, uh, when he requested it specifically, there was a pause. 
And the person at the front desk said, wow, none of us like to go into that room. Are you sure you want that room? Um, so there's that. Um, <laughs> and that's the room that we stayed in. And I mean, we stayed there intermittently anyway. And we, were, we were inside, yeah. So yeah, the the hotel is ancient and listen, joy. Listen, You've got dude, the, the juice. I, the, Do it hugest boner for this fucking building like we came over this long bridge from like the mainland onto coronado island and it's so cute and i was just like oh my god this is like totally my thing and we like come around a corner and we can finally see the hotel like you can see the top of the hotel from the bridge the thing is gigantic it's gorgeous it's just incredible. And we got up and I think one of the first things I said after I stopped drooling into my own lap and on the steering wheel was, this is exactly my kind of ostentatious. (laughs) I was immediately like, I need to move in here. This is where I belong. This is my kind of thing. Like you're stately, but you're worn down. (laughs) You've seen some shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was some Victorian fancy fuckery in its full glory. Oh, it's it's amazing. The bridge. And once we pulled up to the front, it's still lit up for Christmas. So it was just Christmas lights all over the whole hotel and the portico, and like everything is just amazing looking. Um, and then we spent like 10 minutes trying to figure out where the parking lot was because. Yeah we're stupid. Well, um, we got there at dusk as well. We yes. got there at dusk and it was just glowing and the sky was this color and it was just like, it was magical and it had been pissing down rain. Mm-hmm. Most of, I mean, the whole way from me in LA to you in Long Beach was torrential. And for like a week, it had been yeah. raining in Long Beach, like basically nonstop. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was just incredible getting there and we got a parking spot and we go in and you like walk through the doors from the parking lot into the giant courtyard. And it's like three floors up on either side and like the old verandas and the staircases outside and like this giant Christmas tree in the courtyard. And it's just really breathtaking. The whole place is amazing. And I want to emphasize very much now how excited I was <laughs> and how comfortable I felt past tense and <laughs> like just how so excited I was to lurk around this place. It, yeah. and I just, you know, the woodworking inside and like, it's so beautiful. Um, and it just felt lovely. I was like, move me in like I think I said that I was like I will live here this is I need to be here like this is great but that didn't last um (laughs) but why Joy uh so we walk through this gorgeous courtyard like like Joy says and it's it's stunning and it's like going back in time um and we check in and I'm expecting when we check in for them to be like, oh, scary room. <laughs> and instead they're like, here's your key. And that was it. Have so fun. I was like, okay, whatever. So, you know, we get there and, you know, we're just kind of taken aback, I guess, 
by how gorgeous it is and just oh god I mean the Christmas tree was like three floors high in yeah. the lobby and everything's decorated on top of just being like beautifully hand carved wood and like recessed ceilings and like just everything even you know the restorations are amazing like you can't really yeah. tell what was restored and what was original well, like the elevator it's still the original cage mm -hmm. but with a modern glass enclosed elevator inside of the shaft sorry right. the word <laughs> shaft I can't I'm sorry I'm 12 it's anyway Me too. Um, but yeah and also their carpet is fantastic because it's speaking it's a, of shafts yeah it's right. a Georgia O'Keeffe wet dream it's just lots of it is vagina and penis flowers it was yep. my favorite anyway um so the, the room that we stayed in, the room that my husband uh, reserved for us, uh, it was originally room 302. Some speculation it's 312 back in the day, uh, but it's they say it's 302 there, so I'll go with them. Um, and it was 3327 for us is what it's yes. been renumbered as. Yeah. Um, and we got there, we get to the door. And we go inside. And it, it looks like a normal hotel room. It looks it like a normal hotel. It's just a normal room with a bed and like yeah. it's well, nothing no, yeah. fancy. It's not, you know, it's not like a Best Western. It's, you know, old. Uh, but it's not like made up. It doesn't no. say Kate's room. It's not like no, it's screaming, hey, you're staying in the haunted room. It exactly. just looks like any other room. It's not exactly. weird. It's got gorgeous high ceilings. Mm -hmm. It has, you know it's got a nice big old bed for us to not sleep in, you know? And That's so <laughs> pretty much, so we walk in and we're about five minutes into us being in the room, like we walk in, we're like, well, nothing's popping out the, the closet and screaming at us, you know, but, but anyway, we both realize, you know, we're both starting to feel odd. Yeah. I and, mean, yeah. I, I don't even think I opened a bag when I started feeling funny and it's not like, it wasn't like panic and it wasn't, I didn't feel like someone was doing anything. I just started feeling weird. Well, it was like, confusion. yeah, like I couldn't finish a sentence properly yeah. and my arms started feeling kind of tingly and just really odd right it like I was not in control of myself it, there was also an insane pressure yes in the room um it's that I don't know how else to describe it not like a pressure like on your chest it just felt like it's like being underwater exactly but like yes yeah but like obviously you're not in the water but it felt like you know, like sort of, sort of like when you, not even in an airplane, it's not like that. It's like being under fucking water and having that like sinus pressure in your head mm -hmm. telling you like, you're not in the normal place you are. Like right. something about your environment is like drastically different. Right. And the, for me, it became, you know, I was aware of it. And, you know, we were kind of discussing it because obviously that's why we're there. Right. Like we went armed. 
we, I got to tell you, we went armed with the GoPro. Yeah. Uh, with uh, <laughs> all of our podcasting equipment. All of, yeah. We brought voice recorders. We brought two. Uh, mm-hmm. One, you know, we were going to do a full investigation. And what ended up happening is none of that because we very quickly realized over the, the course of our stay, we came to some realizations that that wasn't going to be a good idea. So let's get to that point in just a little bit. Yeah. When we walked in, nothing jumps out at you that it's a haunted room. Nothing nope. does. There's nothing. There's nothing strange looking about it. No. But crossing the threshold, because we tried it, mm-hmm. we would stand in the hallway. And then stand in the room and stand in the hallway and stand over the threshold, stand partly in the room. Like, yeah. As soon as you walked into that room, it just felt weird. It felt like things were rushing past you. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like wind. No, I was just going to say that. It wasn't like someone ran by me. No. It was like. God, it was an energy vortex. That's what it fucking was. It was a vortex of an autobahn. I was like telling Tim the other night, I was like, it's almost like we were in this river of like the pink sludge from Ghostbusters 2. (laughs) Because it was like, we were really close to each other in the room, but it felt like Emily was really far from me. And when I would try and talk to her, um, something happens to, it it happens to me whenever, if like the few times that I've smoked pot enough to have any kind of high. Mm-hmm. And I, I dislike it because it makes me feel like I'm not in control of myself and I'll mm-hmm. start to like say a sentence. And before I get to the end, I don't know what I was starting to say. Like I forget the thought that I was having and it's a feeling that I dislike completely. And that's what was happening to me in the room. I remember trying to say things to Emily and I couldn't continue. I was just like, well, and we should, um, probably go, maybe we should go walk around. My arms feel weird. Like it was that kind of thing. Like I couldn't talk. Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't think straight. And for me, that's terrifying. Like I'm used to just being like, all right, we're doing this. We're doing this. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, but this was like, I don't know. It was like being dampened or something. I think that's when it became real for me is seeing you being affected because you are (laughs) a very um, uh, rational person who knows that there is a explanation for everything. And you and I at the opposite in that you're like, okay, no, there's got to be a scientific, you know, explanation for this. Whereas I'm immediately like, it's paranormal. And yeah. the fact that you, I was seeing you actually struggle. Oh yeah. Um, was insane. And like you said, the arms, our arms and our hands were buzzing. It was insane. It was it like, felt like static electricity was but just. But I felt used. like there was a, like, like a bubble, like between my muscles Mm -hmm. and my skin, it felt like they were not attached. Right. (laughs) It was like tingly, but like vibrating and wobbly. And like, it felt like things were going by us. And I like, I was just sitting on the side of the bed and you were like sitting on the bed. We were, I don't know, like three feet apart. Less than, yeah. It felt like you were like fucking 20 feet away from me. And I was trying to yell to you and I Mm -hmm. couldn't like, 
couldn't get the words right. Right. It was just so bizarre. But then as soon as we walked out of the room, it was gone. So one of the things that I noticed pretty quickly is, you know, and anyone who's listened to this show, especially over the past year, will be aware of this. I managed to give myself a head injury falling off the sofa last year. And so for the first few months, um, the injury I gave myself, the, the symptoms were pretty significant in that I felt like I was floating all the time. Um, in space, which is a horrible sensation to have. It's like if you've seen um, train spotting when Renton overdoses and he's just sinks into the carpet, that's kind of what it feels like. It's a, it's either that sensation or I'm floating in space. It's, there's no in between the two. Um, and when I injured myself, I also developed severe issues with my speech and finding words and having pauses trying to find them and stuttering and things like that and um the headaches i mean i still get migraines but you know there was nothing like it was at the beginning within like five ten minutes of being in this room i immediately started to have all of those fucking symptoms again and i haven't yeah. had them in almost a year like i injured myself i i i i did this beginning of february last year um, and you know, those initial shit, um, symptoms started, I, you know, with treatment and stuff started to gradually get better in a few months. And so it felt very alarming for me to immediately know, recognize what this feeling was. Yeah. And you, you looked stressed. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. And all. not, not like scared, like you're going to run out of the room, like not scared, like something was no. attacking you just like really fucking concerned and uncomfortable. It was confusing because the thing is, is like when, when something like that happens to you and you're used to being a certain kind of person, when you have an injury like that and you're used to being a certain way. Right. And it takes away, you know, I, I'm in a creative career and I have to talk a lot and, you know, I have to be present a lot. And when you injure yourself in the brain region and that is taken away, it's really frustrating to suddenly not have the, that ability that you used to have. And you start to think, oh God, it's never going to come back. Right. Yeah, Which yeah. is why I've spent the last 12 months almost now in rehab, learning how to talk properly again, you know, learning how to manage this stuff. But I haven't felt this floating sensation really in a while. And so to have it just everything come back full force within mm -hmm. the space of like five, 10 minutes of being in this room, it's like, the fuck? Yeah, it was like, very What quick. is happening? It the was very quick. And yeah. it wasn't like it, I didn't feel like it happened gradually. I felt no. like we walked in and it was just like, all right, you're fucking in this. Right. Like that's you, it. You are you signed here. up for this. Yeah. Right. And I, the whole time, even before I like let you know how uncomfortable I was, cause I was just trying to sit there and like, look at oh, my no. laptop. I could see it in your face, dude. Yeah. I mean, but I was like, let me, let me just like, am I just scared? Like yeah. I kept like trying to figure out like, would I still feel this way if I didn't know what room this was? Mm -hmm. Like, just look around like you're in a hotel room. You've been in a million hotel rooms and you haven't felt like this. Like you've been in other haunted places and you have not felt like this. Like right. this was just a very disconcerting feeling. 
And listening to us talk about it again, which we can get into later, but I'm going to drop this here right now. Is it the kind of thing that just goes after the thing we fear the most? Right. Because I do not like being out of control, like of my faculties. It's not something that I'm into. Like any kind of drug I do has to basically just do with a body high. So I feel better, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that I can still use my brain. So what it, what I felt was like this immediate inability to use my brain the way that I normally do. We were Mm -hmm. trying to like post our podcast for that (laughs) night. And I was like, why are we having such a fucking hard time coming up with a name? Right. Like we couldn't think of normal things. So like, I'm wondering if it's putting you back in that position of like what you feared the most. Most definitely. You know, because the other thing that then happened was, you know, and yeah, I still get migraines frequently, but I, when I, when I hurt my, when I injured myself, I fell and injured the right side of my face. Right. So all of my migraines start my right eye and above in my forehead. This was not that. I got a cracking fucking headache. Yeah. I had a raging migraine, but it was not where they always are for me. This was a migraine that was on the left side of my head, um, almost the top, like right in the middle. And I haven't, I've never had a migraine there before. Mine, after my injury, have always been at the front right-hand side. And, you know, I travel with emergency medication for my migraines because they can take me out. If I don't get it under yeah. control, it I, I it can take me out for a week or so. And that's not fun for anybody, um, you know, me or anyone around me for a consistent period of time. And it's like I took everything that I had with me. And mm-hmm. in the room, I was in fucking agony. The second we stepped out, we stepped out across that threshold. We walked a little way down the hallway. That pressure was off my head. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was floating anymore. I, for a little bit, you and I went, so we had um, a stairwell, <laughs> we had a stairwell by us and a little, uh, there was a veranda there that had obviously been, it had been an outdoor and exterior walkway because they've closed off, you know, as yeah, you they have them our- as balconies now, yeah. but they used to just be a whole terrace outside exactly. veranda that you could walk around the whole inside of the courtyard. And we went out there and I sat down and I was out of it. And I was oh, also yes. like in extreme discomfort and it was on it was in my neck Mm -hmm. it was in my head and it's like it was so bizarre and then joy like did some weird witchy shit (laughs) i'm sorry what was that you did some weird witchy shit (laughs) i did did some weird shit um listen friends i don't I don't claim to know anything about anything. (laughs) That's not true. Uh, I don't claim to know anything about witchy weird stuff or why I do the strange things that I do sometimes. Um, But Emily's head was hurting. She was sitting down outside on this little balcony and she was saying that it really hurt. Like that she got like something like, it was like somebody hit her on the head. It felt like all of a sudden, like she made a noise. Like, and I didn't even realize that I did. That's the fucked up thing. You like yelped and you were like, oh my, I was like, okay. And you're like, ah, I don't know what to do. And like, we were, you stood up and walked over by me 
And I was like, mm, can I do something weird to help? Is that, can I, can I try something weird? And she was like, yeah, sure. So I was like, uh, is it okay if I touch you? Okay. <laughs> you at like, that point, yeah. I didn't care. I'm like, just strip me naked and throw me off the balcony if that will help. Let's go. Let's do, let's party. We're in the OC. Let's do we this. Anything goes. We, we didn't do that. Yeah. Um, I, I just, um, placed my left hand over her neck and pulled out what was bothering her and literally said, and now I'm going to blow it away. And I blew it off the balcony. Yeah. And she was like, what the fuck? It was very strange. 10 out of 10 would do it again. <laughs> That's my Yelp review. Yeah. Um, and then she said, how did you know it was my neck? And I was like, I don't know. I just know shit sometimes. And I walked away. <laughs> yeah. That's, she looked very uncomfortable for breaking out her witching. Cause that's the thing. Like when I'm sit, when I was sitting there, it was so Joy and I um, both have fusions in our necks. We both have cadaver croutons. Um, mm-hmm. Joy has three. I have two. It's great. Yay. Woo. Science. Um, but that's where it was it just suddenly like a ton of bricks in my neck was just like, it's not even like that pinched nerve feeling. It was like, no, something, it was just something else. It was not good, but that helped. And so anytime we, but then we went for a walk. Yeah. We walked around like, and here's the fuck part. Like it's still a pandemic. (laughs) So what the safest, (laughs) the safest pandemic place to be yeah is the hotel room with just the two of us yeah but right right <laughs> however all we wanted to do was not be in that fucking room so I'm like KN95 mask with my fabric mask over it with like my giant hoodie and I was like do I look like someone you want to talk to because I want to make sure the answer is no no the answer was a very loud resounding no very loud so we're like going back and forth between like I just want to go hang out in the room and get away from all these people that I don't know but also like I don't want to be in this fucking room so we went out and we walked around for a while and we're like just marveling at how beautiful it is and we feel great and we're talking to people and we like was this the, did we go to the gift shop then or was it OMG. After the second time we went back? It was the second time we went back. So, okay. We, so yeah. Cause I want to go back to just briefly going back yeah, to yeah. the room. So we walk around for a while, kind of get our bearings, which is difficult yes. because it is an old place that is sort of very reminiscent of the Winchester house. <laughs> it's bonkers. The and floors. the floors are uneven. The walls are uneven. Like it's an old place. So there is definitely like that fun house throw you off of your equilibrium aspect to it. You will feel a little off in it, no matter if there's paranormal stuff happening or not. Agreed. Um, But it felt fine. The, The stuff that we're describing that happened in that room happened absolutely nowhere else in that entire building where we stood. Exactly. And we covered a fair amount of ground. Yes. Um. So we walked around for a while, walked outside, looked at the lights. I think we went and got dinner and we went outside and like ate and we went back to the room and just 
instantly we felt like shit again. Yeah. Like I didn't even take my shoes off the first two times we were in there. I didn't realize that. I didn't. But then again, I, was, I also wasn't really paying attention to anything other than I was, why do I feel so weird? No, I was too afraid that I'd have to run away. Oh, Jesus. So I was like laying in the bed next to you with like my feet hanging off the bed with my shoes on and all of my clothes on. Like I just took my mask oh my and like God. tucked it. So yeah. that if I had to like book out of the room, I had everything that I needed. I was so uncomfortable. And like, it, it, like I said, we've talked about it so much. Well, like it wasn't someone, no, it, it was, was not. not a person. It was not an entity walking around the room, making us uncomfortable. There was no like weird smell, no like doors closed. The lights mm. didn't go on and off. The TV noises didn't go on and off. Nothing. Nothing. It was just like Oppressive. This, Dude, it was, it like was a, impressive. Just it, like a river of like uncomfortability. No. But it also, <laughs> it also didn't feel negative and it didn't feel good. There was none of that like, oh, this is like, it feels oppressive pressure wise. It didn't feel oppressive like, oh, it, there's, there's something evil here. No. It wasn't that. There's, no. It was none of that shit. It, you know, people talk about, we, we'd read reports prior to going there that people said, oh, there's an overwhelming sense of sadness. That's not what we felt. No, we didn't feel like that. It, it wasn't that. It was just fucking weird, man. And it was, I, you know, so we, we went on a the well, second before, oh, yeah. before we went because we, I, we were like, we have to stay in this room. We're staying in this room all night. Like we can't just go sleep on a couch in like the lobby well no because then we thought about it briefly yeah oh well we had a second walk we we got in the room we went and got dinner we came back it felt real shit again we went for another walk outside and then we came back a third time and we're sitting there and oh wait before we left to go on the second walk Mm -hmm. that wasn't that when we were like listen no, that was when we came back from the second walk. After Property Brothers? No way. It was before we were, Property we Brothers. Were, we were going to leave. No, we were We were like, the- no, well, no, because we were going to leave the second time after being there. And we we're like, listen, this is why we're here. This is what we're doing. We've both had problems with depression. Blah, 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 blah. When we come back from now on, we'll knock. Yes. And then we went for the second walk. Yeah. And then Property Brothers. Okay. So you tell this story. Okay. <laughs> So we're uncomfortable again. I know that I kept checking the clock all the time. Like, have we been in here long enough that I can ask <laughs> to go for a walk again? Because I really need the fuck out of this room. I'm uncomfortable as shit. Like we were peeing with the door open. Like there was, we just could not get Everything, away from yeah. this really bad feeling. Um, all I wanted was to like, have a night of like, I'm going to take a shower and like chill and like watch Sleep. some TV. And it was just like, no. Yes. Sorry. Sleep without so, being touched by sm- small people or waking no. up with a small person standing over you, watching you sleep. It's no, nope, no, nope, impossible. Well, a living one at least. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so we go for another walk. We suit up, we get all our stuff. And before we left, we had like a chat with Kate, if she was there or whatever else was in the room. And we were like, listen, this is why we're here. Emily was saying like, we know that a lot of people have come in here to like stir up some shit. We're not here to disrespect you. Yeah. We're not here to upset you. Like we're just a couple of moms that are interested in like some weird shit. Um, 
but we just want to stay here and, you know, we want to sleep here and, and feel comfortable. And, you know, we heard that maybe you had some problems with depression and that's stuff that we're familiar with too. So like, we totally get it. We're not here to disrespect you. In fact, when we come back from now on, anytime before we come in, we'll knock on the door. So, you right. know, we're coming. And we, and we did, did every single time, <laughs> every single time. So we went out for our walk and we're looking around. There's all these like old pictures in the hallways. And we ended up in the gift shop. Because I forgot my sleep mask, which I need <laughs> to sleep. Um, because again, aforementioned um, head injury via the face, I need to have uh, some kind of a pressure on my eyes, um, especially my right eye to help me sleep now because that's just my life so we were checking I kept checking all of the gift shops I'm like do you sell sleep masks here they're like mm, sorry no and I'm like you got a spot you got a well I was I very was, surprised I was I was they sold know. a lot of shit in that place I was very surprised there but was they not did have one single sleep mask I know but they had an insulated wine tumbler so there is that so they have insulated wine tumbler it was gorgeous actually I really wanted it but I don't drink what but I could put coffee in it it's fine it was gorgeous why what did you think I said penis I thought I said an insulated wang tumbler and I was like what section of the store were you in because I missed that you know what it's Orange County I don't know if you've watched Bravo but anything goes down there so they have two um, main actual hotel guest shops within that that main lobby bit mm-hmm. of the building. They've got other shops that are in the lower area. And like, that's where we ended up getting our food because, you know, we're in a pandemic, um, even though it's January uh, in 2022, or at this time it was end of December, but whatever. Just- we're, we're still in it. Anyway, um, so their kitchens were closed, which obviously understandable for health reasons. So, you know, we were going to, they had one restaurant outside that we were going to. So, you know, after we're doing our walking around and we're checking out the uh, the gift shops, we realized that there's a second gift shop in the downstairs. I thought there was just one, but there's a second one tucked away behind the reception desk and it's fancy. Yeah, it's it looks a fancy, super fancy gift shop. They got- and I was like, oh, shiny things. And I fucking right. disappeared. I like left yes. Emily in the dust. I was like, oh, look, Ruby fucking slippers. Right. Like, I got this. Give me all the little baubles. And they got I'm- fucking expensive shit there. Yeah. And so we're in there and we're poking around and blah, blah, blah. And suddenly we realize <laughs> I hear you from- realized <laughs> it. I was. I- I hit my ears perk up because in the hallway, I hear someone saying, and this is our gift shop. This is one of our more haunted locations. And I'm like, so what? And she <laughs> starts talking about it's apparently they have a ghost tour that we weren't aware of, which we realized very quickly that we were, we're really glad that we went into this to experience things on our own and not yeah. have anything not really do research about any other investigations that had happened there, really going in kind of blind so that we could have our own experience without it being tainted by other, other, you know, other stories. Do you know what I mean? So we hear her and she's talking about how they've seen, so they have these crazy heavily, um, not bejeweled, but like bedazzled. They're like the beaded clutches. clutches. Yeah. Yeah. And she has said that, you know, she and other people have seen them levitate and float. <laughs> As you do. Cool, cool, cool. 
as it, yep, cool. no big deal. And because all of, you know, because a lot of famous people have stayed there, like, you know, we've talked about in the historical one um, in our previous big episode, like Some Like It Hot was filmed there. So they mm-hmm. have um, a corner dedicated to Marilyn Monroe from that time in the movie, right? So we're listening and we, you know, eavesdropping, walking about as you do. Sure. And while we're eavesdropping, we see there's this giant, container of like key rings and sitting and it's full of key rings with different room numbers and sitting right on top of two that say 302 which is the original number of right. the room that so naturally i'm like in. i'm buying this yes emily so, do you want one and i said yes please let's do this which to be honest i now i'm af- too afraid to put it on my keychain because i'm like i don't know if this is gonna be i don't know I don't know how I feel. Anyway, yeah. Don't attach shit to it. I know. I won't. Okay. But this bowl of key rings has all different numbers, like she's saying. So I pluck off the 302 and then right underneath it, there's another 302 after I I said, hey, Emily, do you want one? It's meant to be. So So, here you go. Yeah. So we, you know, go up to the cash register and ever so casually we're like, so is that a, is that a ghost tour? And she's like, oh Yeah. This shop is one of the most haunted locations in the building. And we're like, oh, really? Please Ooh, tell us more. Leaning in a little with a good social distance, but leaning in. Um, and she proceeded to tell us that she's basically the only person who works in the gift shop who's brave enough to close at night by herself because things move and things happen. And I was like, was what she said about the purse true? She was like, yeah, because I was here behind the counter when it happened. And so, we, yeah, like, we come in and there's stuff thrown yeah. across the room all the time or moved out of place or we'll see things get thrown across the yeah. room or fall off of shelves. Exactly. And so she proceeds to tell us that the most active corner is the one behind her, the Marilyn Monroe corner. And things tend to get thrown off the shelves there a lot. And she said to us, it's Kate. Kate doesn't like that Marilyn is getting the attention. Right. Which was the first time hearing that for me, and I think for you as well, hearing and realizing, hang on a minute, there's a lot of activity and Every single thing is being ascribed to Kate. Yeah. Which to me was like, mm, I don't know if I, I don't know about that. Right. So we, but speak she did with, say it's always cold back there. It yes. always feels weird. That's yes. her corner. Exactly. That's Kate's corner. Yeah. So then, you know, we get our keychains and we toddle off and we're like, let's go check out oh. the front desk. Oh, wait. Oh, no. oh no, what, hold, what happened hold the next? phone, friend. Before oh. we were done checking out, oh, we, yes. said, we said, oh, wow, well, you know, we're here, we're staying in room 3327. And she just sort of moved back slightly <laughs> and pulled up her sleeve on her jacket and looked at her arm at the goosebumps that she had and went, okay, and put her sleeve back down. And I was like, oh, Do so tell. that room, that room yeah. is is weird. And she's like, oh yeah, no, people don't like that room at all. And I was like, okay, because we feel super weird in there. Like we didn't know if it was just us or what. She's like, no, the room is totally weird. People don't even want to go in there. So then she tells us a story. Oh God, one yeah. Night. Yeah, so apparently, allegedly, word on the street. She said, there was a gentleman that was there for a conference And he was in bed and he rolled over and spooned his wife and was cuddling her. And then he realized, wait, 
I'm here by myself. Who or what am I spooning? He jumps out of bed. He turns on the light and there is the shape of a human in the bed under the blanket and the blanket slowly starts to deflate as whatever it was there disappears. This guy comes careening down the stairs in his underwear to the front desk and he's freaked the fuck out and he's like, I'm not going back to that room. I want a new room. You have to get my stuff. So yep. this is this is one of the stories, right? And you know, and it sounded like that happened pretty often that yeah, people just sounded, didn't want to stay in there. Yeah. And I'm getting to the point now, talking to this woman and like feeling how we felt. And I'm like, I don't know. I want to stay in this room all night now. Whereas I'm like, oh, cool. All right. Right. So and I'm the, just like, no, yeah. I just my poor heart just cannot. <laughs> also, I just, you know, listeners. Listen, I need you to know that Joy, I'm older than Joy. However, oh, not by that much. How, I don't know. But you're however, like six months older than me. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, Joy is someone that is very unflappable, that I am occasionally intimidated by. And I will say, I'm a little As afraid you of you right be. now. Exactly. <laughs> However, this is the first time that I have seen Joy legitimately scared. And you've actually said to me, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared to oh, go yeah. to sleep tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, so. For sure. Um, we leave the gift shop. We go to the front desk and we casually start interacting with Veronica, who was one of the night desk people, absolutely Shout lovely out, Veronica. girl. Sup, Veronica? And Veronica was lovely, and we were like, "Listen, we're staying in room thirty-three twenty-seven, and we were just talking to the lady around the corner in the gift shop. Do you, have you ever had anything happen?" And she was. Her like, reaction was very different than the gift shop ladies. Though. Very, very different. She was like, "Oh, all smiles," and leaned in and was just like, "Oh my god, that's so exciting that you're staying in that room." Yes. Everyone yeah, else was, was like, just like, what are you doing? Right. And everybody else was like, get the fuck out of that room. It's terrible. Right. She was like, that's so exciting. So she told us that she's never had any experience and she's never really had a guest tell her that there's been any experience. However, she told us there is a spot in the, in, on the grounds mm-hmm. that in between 11 and midnight, anytime she's been there walking through to do anything only within that hour period, she said, it doesn't feel right. There is yeah. something up with it. I don't like it, but it's only in this small window of time. We were like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Note to self, let's go on a walk at that time of night. Mm -hmm. So at this point, we're like, we should go back up to the room. And I'm like kicking and screaming up the stairs and she's dragging me by an ear. So we go. And before we go in, we knock. Mm -hmm. We walk. So we announce ourselves. We did. We go in the room and again, like within a second, like it feels really weird to the point that like Joy hears someone in the hallway and it's someone from housekeeping and she opens the door. She's like, hey, so we're feeling really, I don't feel right. I totally room. did. I was just like, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, is it? The does heater? anybody ever feel weird in this room? Like, I feel kind of weird. Like, I don't know if like the heat, if the air is working or not. And I'm just like saying dumb shit just to see if like this person will be like, oh, that room is fucked. Don't go in there. I don't yeah. go in there. But she like just came in and checked like the AC to make sure it was okay. And yeah. I was like, okay, I don't know. We just kind of felt like a little weird. And I was like, you never, nobody feels weird in this room. Like, 
super weird questions if you don't yeah. know why we're there. Exactly. And the and woman like, was like, no, but mm, no, you can call down to the front desk if you're not sure. So I was like, okay, thank you so much. I'm sorry to bother you, you know, whatever. And I like closed the door. I'm like, damn it. Like somebody give me some fucking answers. Damn it, shit. <laughs> so we came back to the room after our second excursion outside. Um, yes. And we put on Property Brothers because you know well, what? Okay, hold on. Why? You, you're skipping things. Oh, this okay. is what she's Thank skipping. Oh. I was like, okay, let's just, we we're like, we decided like, let's just treat this like a fucking hotel. Let's well, stop. No, I like, thought you said that. I thought, I felt, I feel like we were laying on the bed watching Property Brothers and we'd maybe been in the room for like a good 10 minutes. And then you were like, I need to say something. And that's when you made the suggestion. No, that's not where I'm at yet. Oh, before we turned on the TV, I was like, let's just sit down, turn on the TV and act like two people in a fucking hotel room. Oh, yeah. Instead of like acting like we're all freaked out, like maybe we're just feeling too much because we're concentrating on it. Let's just put something on. We're scrolling. Friends, listeners, loves of my life. We're scrolling through and all I'm looking for on the television is something fucking neutral to like not make me scared and not piss off any entities in this <laughs> fucking room. And Emily's like, Oh, forensic files. And I'm Why? like, Emily, we're not watching something about people getting shot when we might be in a room where someone shot herself. I mean, then she's like, Oh, Dateline. I'm like, fucking stop it. <laughs> we're not. And I went, Oh, look, property brothers. This is Ugh. what we're watching. <laughs> And we did. We did. <laughs> we watched. We had Property Brothers on all night. Hours. So many hours. So many hours. So many hours. And then there was a point where I was like thinking, I'm like talking to myself in my head, not out yeah. loud. And I was like, what if, what if I just like don't argue with this feeling? Mm -hmm. What if I'm like doing the wrong thing? Maybe I should try to just like, maybe it's just trying to get me to chill. <laughs> so I was like. If it's, if it's making me feel like I feel when I'm stoned and don't like it, the yeah. thing that I do when I'm stoned and don't like it is go to sleep. Right. So I was like, let me just lay here. I actually took my shoes off finally. Um, and I laid down and I was like, okay, I'm just going to sort of like lean into it. And I was like, it's not so bad. It's not as bad. I feel heady still, but I felt less argumentative with it because I wasn't right just constantly trying to get it out of my head. Right. So that's when I was like, Hey, Emily, <laughs> what if you just don't fight it? <laughs> She's like, what? I know. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Are you saying I should just get possessed? <laughs> there no, is no Emily, what... only Zool. But it didn't feel like that. I wasn't worried about that. Oh, okay. I was, I just felt like it was just a feeling that like, I couldn't escape. Yeah. So I had to try something else or I was, it was like beating my head against a wall yeah. otherwise. So it made me feel better. Yeah. And funnily enough, you felt much better. I feel I like did. the rest of the night. Than Other than I did. my headache that did not fuck off. My yeah. headache was brutal. Anytime we were in the room, that was my main thing that stayed with me. And of course, then there's a little part of me afterwards that I was like, is it? because that's where she shot herself in the head. Is that why right. I was having this crazy effing pain in the yeah. middle of my head instead of where it normally is in the front, you know, which is whatever. But yeah, so 
the crazy thing is, is that when we would walk outside, it was almost like you could feel and, and hear the bustle of people's dresses from Victoria. Mm -hmm. Like it was the promenade. And it's like, it, we ended up like we would go, we went on walks at 2am. Like we barely slept, but it was gorgeous. And it was so nice outside. And also, you know, outside, I didn't really have a headache. And we also just wanted to get a feel for the place at different times when there were people there. And then when there weren't people there, and it was just really lovely. And you could, when it was super quiet outside and we were just walking around and then, you know, a few points we just went and we sat on the beach. You could feel that, that it was almost like stepping back. And it Mm -hmm. was to the point where I mentioned to Joy at one, at one time, I'm wondering if there were any time slip glitches back in the Victorian times back in the late 1800s where they saw people dress like us because it feels like there are people dressed like that around us right now. Yeah. I mean, it's very easy to just like peripherally see like a bustle go by. And I kept the whole time we were there, I just kept going swish, 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 exactly. Because that's all it sounded like was just big dresses going by. Yeah. Um, And 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 it, it hasn't, it's never, it's not like it's been closed. Like, it's not like it was only Victorian and then closed for decades and then reopened. Um, But that imprint is heavily there in certain places. It's like, that was its heyday. Well, not even its heyday, but like, that was when it was like, oh my God, it's this big fucking deal. It's got electricity. Right. You know, it was for- Huge, huge deal. Yeah. For for the, the cream of the crop peoples to go to, it was pretty impressive. I will say one thing that on one of our walks, on one of our last walks, I think, before we came in and we attempted to go to sleep, I, I, I said, I, you know, I realized something that is, what is in this room? It's not Kate necessarily. I don't think what's, it's Kate. What's in this room. At least room what was bothering us was not was Kate. Was not Kate. Yeah. What was in this room is decades of people who have come and stayed in this room for the express purpose of experiencing a haunting and have done shit to try and trigger experiences. So it felt like there were layers upon layers. It was like an onion of people who have done spirit boards, people who have done seances, people who have tried Mm -hmm. to do provokey things. And so what has happened is that this room was like a fucking autobahn of energy from wherever. And it's not Kate. And Mm -hmm. if, if Kate is in there, she's standing in the corner of the room, like, it's not me. I'm so sorry. This, I, I, you know, she's edged out, which is why it was, you know, there is a lot of activity apparently in this hotel, in other, you know, in another room, which we're going to talk about in a sec. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's, it's all attributed to Kate and it's all of it. Yeah. She's a scapegoat. Yeah. It did feel like that. It's not Kate. It's Kate. it's there's you got to take a look at the the thing also about you know when an urban legend is spoken about so many times you speak it into existence right mm-hmm. but these things have been happening for decades and it's I, I can't help but feel that is what has happened within this room it 
like Joyce said, when what we were feeling were things that not our worst fears recognized because those are pretty significant, right? It was just things that we do not feel comfortable with, things to yeah. us personally about ourselves that we don't like. So with joy, it's that feeling of being high and not being fully in control of your mental capacity. Mm-hmm. And with me, it was that throwback to a year ago of, oh my God, I feel this, I feel really bizarre. I feel really weird. Is this, is this going to last forever? And it's come back, Right. But definitely both two things in the same category of not being in control oh, of oneself. Exactly. Yeah. No. Um, the other, you know, it, it saying like, it's not like an entity doing this. It could be aside from just the idea that um, it's just all that shit stirred in there. Like you're saying, yeah. like, like coagulating in this one space. Well, it's like you were saying the pink slime. That's a perfect analogy. That's it felt like yeah. weird, not my feelings going by me. God, we were doing the, we would, we were the gray rock method. We were the gray rock method. Pe- that you need people- to explain that. Okay. The gray rock method is when you're dealing with people who are narcissists and like borderline personality who just come at you with all of this shit and you're the gray rock in that you just have to let it flow around you Um, and that is what this felt like you and I were just kind of boulders in the rapids not moving just there do you remember the picture I drew of it yeah yeah (laughs) exactly yeah but it's like you know this you know, we went back to the room. Joy put on her binaural noises and binaural. Oh, sounds. it was hours before I yeah. could do that, and that was after I tried to fall asleep with Property Brothers on and couldn't, even with my head under a pillow and a hood tied tightly around your face. Yeah. The other thing I wanted to say about yes. possibilities before I talk about Go sleeping, it. um, it could be that, like, just like you're saying, Autobahn of shit um also what if it's the room protecting itself yeah what if it's some manifestation of kate possibly protecting herself with the idea of like i'm just gonna fuck you up so you can't do anything (laughs) well i mean it worked because the thing is is that we came with all of our shit we're like we're gonna have a cameras on all night we're gonna record ourselves doing things but also record it while we do do you know what i mean and immediately we're like we don't need to do that stuff because one we're experiencing stuff at like per, like physically and and mm-hmm. cognitively ourselves but the other thing is do we need to stir it up any more than it already is no right. the answer is a resounding no we do not need to no, bring in another KitchenAid mixer of bullshit into that room it's right. like already we- done we're not here at the behest of a family who's called us in to help them out. Right. We're not here trying to solve a mystery. This is something that has been studied. People know that things are happening. We don't need to catch our own proof unless it was something that we needed to do for our own egos. Right. Like I had enough proof. I felt a thing over and over again that was the same feeling every single time I was in one spot. Right. I could have walked that hotel all night by myself and been okay, except in that room. Right. 
like the rest of the hotel was fine. Yeah. It's beautiful. I could have like holed up wherever and just like hung out. Um, but just that spot was, and I felt like a lot of things in my life, like just paranormally, I've felt a lot of weird things. I've definitely been aware when like unsavory entities have been in a room and made their presence known mm-hmm. through certain smells and things like that. Right. This was not that. This was not something I've been around before. We also so, never once felt like we were being watched. We never felt like there no. was anything else in the room other than us and, you know, the 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 property brothers. <laughs> Um, my my trouble sleeping was not um because I couldn't sleep because of a ghost no my trouble sleeping was because I was uncomfortable Mm -hmm. I couldn't get that feeling to completely go away Mm -hmm. I got it to dull a little bit um but I was scared of the unknown right and you know Emily was saying later she's like I've never seen you like that before like you were actually scary it was like the first time that like you've said you're scared yeah. <laughs> like, I was and I so don't realize proud of that. you I was like I'm so, I'm so proud of you for being so vulnerable <laughs> my my response was like I'm always scared I say it all the time on this show I'm scared all the time the difference is I do things about it and yeah. I like feel like I can control things around me enough to get out of a bad situation if I need to. Right. So I kind of likened going to sleep or ghosts in general um, and bears in the same category. (laughs) I can't fight either of them. Yeah. And win. Yes. (laughs) Um, If I am out camping somewhere, I won't see a bear coming. If I am sleeping in a haunted hotel room where I already feel like shit and I know shit has gone down, I can't see when the butt will sit on the bed. Or the blankets will be yanked from the top of you. I was like under the blankets, like clutching them just in case. You were white knuckling the shit out of that duvet. God bless. No, and here's the thing. When we woke up the next morning, like, first of all, Joy fell asleep with the blanket, like (laughs) clutching onto this thing Uh with it over her face. And Mm -hmm. I woke up and she was the exact same. It was like the (laughs) shroud of Turin wrapped around her face. But I will say, like, I did not feel afraid in the room, which I was expecting to be the one that's like, oh, God, I'm going to shit myself. And instead, like when, you know, when you said to me, I'm. I'm scared. I was like, it's cool. I'm going to stay up. You sleep. I'm going to stay awake. Mm-hmm. We can do this. And I, I found in my bag that I had brought a face mask, but it was my child. <laughs> Claire's CVS edition. It was very cute. Oh God. Um, <laughs> and so, and you know, but I stayed up for a good hour and a half two hours after you went to bed, I watched at least two more episodes of Property Brothers after you mm-hmm. went quiet with your binaural noises. Oh God, and I love then so much. I need to start using them. But then I like, so I good. put on the mask and I, we both had onesies with hoods that we wore. Emily brought us outfits. Listen. It's really great. It's, cute. it's, it's so totally cute. cute. It's so comfy. Yeah. Um, but I ended up putting my hood completely over my head. Yep. Not because I was afraid, but because I needed to 
cover my eyes because we kept a light on in the room because Joy needs the night two lights on. Yeah, she needs a nightlight. So and the television. Exactly. She um, was so cute. Actually, Listen. no, I turned off the TV. I turned off the TV when I went to bed because I, I can't have that noise on. I was I just had told the, you by the, Yeah, I had the music on, so it was fine. Um, I also would like to say that I had been up since before 4 a.m. Yes. That day. Um, my I had family visiting and they were supposed to go back. They're supposed to fly home early in the morning. And because of pandemic related Christmas holiday travel shit, um, their flights were canceled, not once, but twice. So there was a lot of like shuffling and unexpected stuff that happened before we got to the hotel. Yeah. So I was already fucking tired and like stressed out. And I think if I had had like a normal night's sleep, um, I probably just would have stayed up. Yeah. And maybe gone and like walked around the hotel more or like maybe I wouldn't have been as like nervous because I would have been better rested. I don't know. But I do know I wasn't scared of something that happened. No, I was scared of the possibility of something happening. Mm-hmm. And I don't like feeling vulnerable ever. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's why it was really hard for me. I, I want to emphasize that like, Nothing touched me. No. Nothing whispered in my ear. No one turned my light on and off. No one turned the TV on and off. Um, It just, I was nervous. And that's why I had a hard time falling asleep. And it was, I found it really bizarre that I felt so calm and so unafraid in the room at that point. Like, yeah, yeah I was like, I'm fine. Yeah, I was like, cool. go to sleep. Really? It's bothering you? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. Which is the, I expected it to be the reverse. No, I kept telling her, I was like, I knew that we were going to this before Emily did. Yes. So I'm sure that effed me a little bit too, because I couldn't call her and be like, yo, bitch, we're going on this trip. (laughs) I had to like quietly look things up and like tell Anessa and make sure it wasn't our group chat and like talk to Tim about it because it was this big surprise for Emily. (laughs) Yes. So I had probably amped it up a little bit more myself. Um, but whatever, I mean, you know, it's done. I can't yeah. turn back the clock now. Like I ended up going to sleep with my child's, uh, face mask on and with my hoodie pulled tight over my face. Um, not like, because I was afraid of being touched or opening my eyes to see someone standing there staring at me. It was just, that was like, I needed to have it completely dark so I could sleep. Yeah. And we woke up at five. No, no, no. Here's what happened. (laughs) I, under the covers and under a pillow, uh, woke up and pulled out my phone to see what time it was the whole while crossing my fingers and toes and whatever else I could that like, oh God, I hope I slept a little bit and it's not just like (laughs) 2.30. Cause I was basically like, when is sunrise? I definitely looked up when is sunrise. And I was like, not that that makes a difference, but to me, I'm like, let me to do the night. Um, so I looked at the the phone and it was like 514, I mm. think. And I was like, I think, I think that's okay to wake her up. 
I was like, I think that's long enough. I think she won't be mad if I wake her up now to go do like an early morning walk around. No. I was like, Emily, Emily. Here's the thing. I got <laughs> freaked out though, because I, the way you were trying to wake me up, I was like, oh my God, maybe there is something standing at the end of our bed or maybe her foot just got yanked out of the bed. Cause, and I, because I didn't take off my mask or anything. I just went, yes. <laughs> yes, sir. I was like. That was the only time that I was I like, think I was like, do you want to wake up? And then like I was we're like, at oh. like, like a seventh grade sleepover. Do you want to wake up now? Yeah. If you have a scary story of your own that when you listen to us, you think, oh, I should send my stuff in. Email us at theresidualspodcast at gmail.com. We also have Instagram, the underscore residuals underscore podcast. And I think we have a Twitter too. Don't we, Joy? We do. We definitely have a Twitter. It is at the residuals pod. Just that pod? Just that. Drop the cast for Twitter. We look forward to hearing from you. Yeah, should we get back to the show? Oh, heck yeah. All right. All right. We got up and we did a whole walkthrough. That's when we did the big walkthrough to the fifth floor. Because it we was did the fifth floor the night before. No, we, we didn't. did it with coffee and our pajamas. We went and did that first and then got coffee and food and sat on the beach. The fifth floor was fucking weird. Yeah, we were like, hey, you know what? Let's go places we haven't been before. That uh, And also the fifth floor, we had found out, well, Joy had done her homework. I hadn't because I obviously didn't know where I was going. Right. 3512 but- was supposed to be another haunted room. Right. Um, so we were like, let's just see how it feels. Let's go to different floors and just walk around and see how it feels. So we have some video of us doing that. We have some pictures of us doing that. Mm-hmm. The third floor and the fourth floor felt like completely different planets. Yep. Um, the fifth floor got weird in certain spots. Like I remember going by places being like, this feels weird. And I walked by one place and I was like, I feel nauseous walking by this room. Yep. And then I got to a corner and turned this corner because it looked like everything looked smaller. It looked like maybe the fifth floor had originally been like the employees. It was definitely living quarters. Well, also the ceilings were so much lower down there than they were anywhere else. Yeah. It was very cramped. Yeah. Everything was bizarre. much smaller. So you go through like this little corridor that almost seemed like <laughs> it almost felt like it was like a sky bridge. Right. Like remember it had like all of those windows on either side and it was yep, only yep. like the width of one person. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the end and you take a left and it like fun house for sure. Like you look down this so tiny weird. little hall, the floor dips down and then goes up again. And the right side wall bulges in from the exterior and right there on the corner yeah. is 3519. So I'm actually, I'm checking the video right now. We went to the fifth floor at 9.52 PM. What? Yeah. I'm watching the video right now. Why did I think we did that in the morning? I don't know, but it was 9.52 and you get to this, even watching it right now, it's like the fuck. You see the wall. Yeah, oh that my wall God. bulges in. It's the wall. And also, okay, like, so, here, and I, we're going to post this stuff online. You get, you'll get to see these and... videos. I'll send it to you right now. It is. I'm sorry, I had the times wrong. How I dare thought that, that was you. in the morning. No, 
So the walls are bulging, the ceilings are lopsided, the floor is lopsided. Also, the oh god, the, everything is crooked. The carpet changes from being horizontal stripes to kind of wonky vertical stripes. And it doesn't make sense because then you also have these vertical stripes of the wallpaper and everything combined feels really like Joyce. It feels like funhouse mirrors um, on acid. The ceilings, like as you walk around that corner, you see the ceilings. Um, you come in from this breezeway thing, you turn the corner, the floor dips down the walls are bulging into the hallway and the ceiling is lopsided at an angle so all hmm. of these things and also the doors for some reason are short yeah um, everything is just like completely different hobbit doors yeah so that was like 9 45 10 yeah. o'clock that's when we were finding that everything was just so crooked in like the lobby we have pictures of like Emily took the level on her phone and we've got like, it is just slanted. Yeah. Like everything is messed up. You can't walk through that place and feel sure-footed. It's like being on a ship. It's seasick. Yeah. Yeah. Which is discombobulating. Totally. And all of those big uh, parasol wallpaper decals that just look like a bunch of titties down the hallway they do it's just boobs everywhere. nothing but tits boobs and boobs and boobs and boobs and boobs what did we do all of this time we lost time <laughs> it feels like we were we did we took so much footage so much later and the last thing we really got was like i thought when we videoed ourselves sitting on the beach talking i thought it was like midnight 1am no it was eight o'clock yeah it was early that was early and then we talked to anessa later yeah we called in our chip coffee <laughs> we had to have a indeed. remote discussion with anessa to tell her how terrible we felt and get advice from her yep uh the one real big thing we took away from her was don't bring anything else home and I'm going to tell you, that was a big thing that I was worried about, which was also the main stipulation in the letter from my husband explaining, yes. this is what you're doing. Don't bring anything home. And I came home and I was like, there is most definitely nothing with me. And no. it was just like, and I feel, and I know you felt the same way. And I feel like a lot of it had to do with the fact that as soon as you said, when we were in the room, just don't like bite whatever yeah. that, you know, that feeling is. And it was like, as soon as we weren't actively engaging, it was yeah. like, oh, they're no fun. Like or, this, or they're gonna... not a threat. Yeah, they're not. A, yeah. You know, and, like... and it was like, I, yeah, I didn't feel like there was any, like I said, I think I said this to you a few days ago. I, looking back on it, I had, I have the overwhelming feeling that poor Kate is just standing in the corner of the room by the closet where we had <laughs> suitcases, just like I'm stuck. I'm trapped here with all of this shit going past yeah. me. And it's not me. I, this is, I just want peace Possible. and quiet. And also like I've found what 
floor plans and like maps and things that I've been able to since we've come home Mm -hmm. to try to compare the original layout of the hotel with how it is now. And like we were saying, the verandas have all been closed in into small, like sectioned balconies. Um, Having those open verandas though, it makes a lot more sense why the hallways are sort of jagged the way they are because oh, that yeah. was the main way you got into the suites and the rooms prior. Yeah. Um, but where we were staying, the room configuration was originally different. It was originally a suite. That yeah, side, there, that whole side of the hotel was suites. Yeah. And this, the right side of the bed near the windows to the exterior, there was a doorway into the room that was behind us. Mm-hmm. So why would it only be that room? that she was in why wouldn't it be the other room that had activity too like there's just a lot of like if you're going to keep saying it's this room right here yeah why wouldn't it be that whole cluster of rooms that used to be one where she lived for five days before she allegedly supposedly killed herself Mm -hmm. exactly for whatever reason ranging from being pregnant to jilted lover to all kinds of other stuff right which I, you know, I have doubts about her. I think if if you're going to go somewhere and you're going to stay under a pseudonym and you're going to stay there for five days. Yeah. And no one knows that you're there. That to me is somebody who's hiding from someone or something. Or just like needs a break. Yeah. You know, like. Well, you're hiding from life. There was a time in my life where I moved from one apartment to the next and I didn't give anyone my new address. Really? Yeah. (laughs) When I would go out with my friends, I'd be like, drop me at the end of the block. (gasps) And they were like, are you fucking serious? I was like, nobody needs to know where I live right now. I just need a fucking break. And I like, didn't let anyone know. Mad respect. (laughs) It didn't last like for a long time, but I just needed like this buffer from what had been going on to where I had moved and like, I just remember getting out of my friend's car one night and he was like, are you kidding? You won't, I can't drop you off in front of your house. I was like, nope, you can't. No. Bye. Yeah. Thanks. Have a nice night. Dang. <laughs> yeah. So in conclusion, Joy. In conclusion, um, here is how I feel about the Hotel Del Coronado. I want to go back really badly. I would love to go there with a group of us gals and hang out. I would love to take my family there and go on vacation for a while, but I will not stay on the third floor and I will not go near that room again. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I'm saying that and I'm taking it back immediately. I would go in that room again but not sleep in that room. Yes. I think the biggest thing that I learned from this was any further investigations that we do, I'm not the kind of person that wants to sleep over in a room. Like Katrina, do it. You're good at it. I, <laughs> we were talking about her while we were there. I was like, I don't know how she does this, but this is not for me. I will walk in and feel stuff. I'll talk to things. I'll do some EVPs, whatever. I am not, I cannot sleep in the place that I investigate. That's not how I want to investigate things. Hard agree. Hard agree. I'm too scared. (laughs) But 
the hotel is beautiful and it's I gorgeous. love it. And I definitely want to be there again. And I, I want to go in the crown room and eat there. And like, I totally want to hang out there more. Um, just not that room. I feel so yes, the hotel Del Coronado definitely has unexplainable paranormal schmutz all over it. Yeah. However, every single person that we spoke with attributed it to Kate. It's not Kate. It's not Kate. There is a lot of stuff happening. This is right on the on the coast. It's right on the beach. That's a lot of salt water that conducts electricity. So on that's, both sides, exactly. It's on a very thin it's on an island. Of an island. So that's that's going to conduct activity, right? It's been around since the late 1800s. There's a lot of shit that's gone down in that time. A lot of people coming in and out. There's a lot of residual energy. Like mm-hmm. you and I were both saying, you could almost see people. Swish, 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 right? So you got the residual stuff there as well, because there are people who have had really landmark moments at this place. Yeah. They've had amazing vacations. They've had, they've made memories. You know, people have been there and they've seen their movie idols. Do you know what I mean? People have had really big moments in and around this location. So that's yeah. going to leave an imprint. So that's residual haunting, so to speak, right? Then you have the urban legends spoken into existence, essentially, which yeah. is you know, that, that, you know, that's one thing. That's another thing. All of these stories that then they're given life. The more you talk about it, it's given life. I think the biggest takeaway for me was that light bulb moment of people who have no business fucking about with spirit boards or people who do that bro ghost hunter bullshit who don't know what they're doing and are messing with stuff that is dangerous have Mm -hmm. come in and they have tried to elicit some kind of haunted experience and they have gone about it in the wrong way. And what they have essentially done is they have left layer upon layer of mistakes that other people are then experiencing. And it's almost like repetitive spirit board without going to goodbye. It just felt like a lot of doors have been opened Mm -hmm. and not properly closed. And that has led to a lot of stuff there that people are blaming it all on Kate. And it's not Kate. There's more there than Kate. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stirring the pot. I mean, I don't think that I would say it's not Kate, period. No, I'm not saying that. I don't discount like people seeing her and I'm sure that, you know, she's hung out there. Yeah. Because it had to start somewhere. But I but don't like, think you can put all of this stuff. No. On, no, no way. No. There's no stuff way. there that people don't know about. Like there's yeah. no way that everyone alive right now who's talking about the Coronado knows every single tragedy that's happened there. Right. There are tons of places that, you know, you'll hear about where it's like, oh, well, this person died, but like we snuck them out because we didn't want the guests to see. Like- Exactly. Shit like that happens. Like, I don't, I would be extremely surprised if there's not some other kind of tragedy listed there somewhere. And 
you know, like we talked about in the historical stuff, it was a hub for new technology. Mm -hmm. It was a lot of new feelings and vibes and like just energy coming into this little island that hadn't seen that much action, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, or at least that kind of action. And like, it just, I feel like it has its own energy. And then there's all these other little things that like sort of perforate the, the history of it paranormally, mm -hmm. but all of it together gives it all a certain feel. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the buildings that's on the property was like moved from another area of like, there have just been th things brought from other places. Yeah. <laughs> like who knows what's attached to what. So yes. Uh, not just Kate didn't see Kate. I don't think I felt. And Kate. I don't think so either. I, we felt a lot of weird stuff that made us uncomfortable and definitely not normal. And I would classify as paranormal because we left and came back and left and came back and yeah. still continued. Um, so yeah, I, I want to go back, but I would love to go back with a group of girlfriends, mm -hmm. not stay in that room. No, I'd like to stay in, in the a, cabana rooms. No, I don't even want to stay in the cabana rooms. I would want to stay on like the fourth floor and like a suite overlooking the ocean with all the girlfriends go and investigate and like walk around and do what we did, but then come back to a room that doesn't feel quite as like yeah. that one. And so we could actually like relax and not have to put on property brothers in order to go to sleep. Sure. Um, like if I feel like if I ever went there again and stayed there and I walked into a room and felt like that, I would immediately go downstairs and be like, I can't give me a different one. I can't uh -huh. stay in this one. Um, but yeah, I totally want to go back. Um, thank you again, Jem, because that was really awesome. I appreciate you making me a part of that. So thanks. I mean, like I, I said, I think I said this in our last full length episode. It was like 100% my love language because he's not into the spooky stuff. He doesn't ascribe to it. He loved, you know, I've got my thing. He mad respect, you know, he respects it. But the fact that that was something that he was like, guess what? Yeah. A haunted hotel room for Christmas. It was like, holy shit, you, you get me. Yeah. And he went behind your back and DM'd me. So I like, know. even better. It was great. 10, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend being married to my husband. <laughs> that's your Yelp review. <laughs> well then. Mm. Um, yeah, that's what happened to us at the Hotel <laughs> Dell. Where should we go next? I don't know. You know what I would love to have? I would love to have people who have who are listeners, if they've stayed at the Dell and they've had anything happen, oh, write yes. to us and let us know. We would yes, love to please. hear what you have had happen, please. And then if you also have any other suggestions uh, for, and you know, because of the, the pandemic, it doesn't look like it's ending anytime soon, but if you have any Southern California suggestions for us to look into to maybe stay out again, Maybe not stay at. No, no. Check yeah, it out. Yeah. And we Tell can, us places that we can drive to and then stay somewhere else where they'll yeah. bring us an eye mask and some like grilled cheese ice and fries. cream. Mm -hmm. <laughs> really I need my, my ranch dressing. 
And I yeah. need, they have to have property brothers. Every time Emily and I stay somewhere now, I'm going to make her watch that show, whether Jesus. we need to or not. <laughs> Seeing the array of, of vests and waistcoats being paraded right. on my television with various plum colored shirts. It's great. I don't know if my heart can take it. So You'll be fine. So overwhelming. You'll be um, fine. You love Canadians. I do. Well, listen. Listen, listeners. Listen. Um, what do you uh what 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 hit you in your sweet gratitude spot this week? Uh it's taking a long time because it's, it's been you've tough got your week. thinking face on. You got it's, you got the thinking face. It's been a really tough week. Oh. <laughs> um I I don't know. Uh, I'm just, mm. I have to cut all of this because I'm just having such a shit week that I can't oh, really. No. <laughs> Could it be that your bangs are amazing? Thank you. You had great consults today with, with, with tattoo clients and you didn't have to do it in person. Didn't, you were able right. to do it safely over the computer. You're right. Um, you have Listen, heat. You have heat again in your I home. I do, but it smells like gas. Oh, um, right. Here's the thing. Okay. My husband's butt is great, and I'm real thankful for it. Shit, Joy. That's something. You know, that's something the Witcher doesn't have. He. Hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we took the Christmas lights down today, and I had to. Did you just steady. stand on the sidewalk and watch? No, I had to study the ladder, friend. Oh, no. Oh, it was great. It was a good that view. sounds so hard. It was a tough job. It sounds it. It was a hard, tough job. See? Yeah. Boom. There you go. Boom. Boom. What are you grateful for? I have a lot to be grateful for right now. Um, it doesn't look like a grateful face. No, I'm thinking... I haven't had a migraine in three days. <gasps> Lovely. I started on new migraine medication that I take every day now. That is like amazing. Um, especially when I figured out that I was having headaches during the day while I was taking it and really fucking cunty. It's because one of the side effects is it makes you drowsy. And when oh. I am tired, I am not a very nice person to be around. Mm. So now I take it at night. Um, and it's really helping a lot. So it's like, oh, finally, yay. So that, um, and then I found, I was able to get two things of pineapple flavored Spindrift at Target. So good. So fucking good. <laughs> so good. So good. Lovely. Mm. I'm so happy for Delicious. you. Delicious. And yeah, and my my kid had uh, two days this week with just me, and it was really fun. It was really fun, and Aww. she went to the dentist for the first time ever, oh, which right. was scary because you know, like Omicron. But sure. she's five and a half, and she's never been before because she was going to go for the first time, and then you know the world shit its pants and shut down, and she has no cavities. She has perfect <gasps> teeth. Fantastic. She has one wobbly tooth on the bottom, oh which immediately made my heart just leap because it's like, no, you're too, too soon. Too soon. I'm not ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
It's yay. And I have my two dipshit dogs next to me (laughs) on the sofa. Dipshit one one and dipshit two. Dipshit one and two. One. (laughs) And I say that in a loving manner. Um, (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Come back next week. Next week and listen to our (gasps) pint-sized paranormal. That's right. Mm. Tiny, short. Uh, a friend of mine today referred to it as a cock tease of a paranormal <gasps> story. Uh, sorry, sorry about that, Scott. Sorry. Uh, oh, now, sorry. Now Scott. that you know the schedule, uh, <laughs> prepare yourself accordingly. <laughs> and uh, shout out to Suzanne. Uh, yes. One of our listeners in the UK. Ah, uh, Suzanne. Suzanne, you have, we've granted you. Suzanne, my birthday twin. Yes, we've right. Grant, we've granted your birthday wish. That's right. You're welcome. Yes. Um, yeah, you you get a pint size paranormal. So now we are weekly. It's bonkers. Very exciting. I don't know how I'm gonna do it, year. but I'm gonna. You're gonna. I believe in you. You can do this. I can do this. I'm really excited about it because we have lots of little bits that uh get cut and for, you know, theme time. and time and yeah. whatever, but we have a lot of really great little nuggets out there. So I'm excited to be able to offer them up and put them all together for everybody. Exactly. Um, so like, you know, until next time, sage your sofa. Well, I just want to thank everybody for coming on our hotel Del Coronado journey with us. Yes. Thank you. And we can't wait to hear the stories from our listeners and others who have been there and also have other things happening. Be interesting to hear what other people have experienced other than us. So, yeah. So, sage your hotel room. (laughs) (laughs) Bring some Excedrin. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but until next time, don't be afraid of the dark. But I will. Yeah. Just put on some property brothers, you'll be fine. Yeah, something. Something. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Like you don't look dead to me.